on, everybody? Welcome back to a new, very exciting and special edition of the Vile Files Bachelor Recap Edition. We have a surprise guest. I know I told you all that Jim Jeffries would be recapping with us today. Unfortunately, Jim is under the weather. He will be back next week for the recap, helping us uh, recap. Uh, well, it's going to be there's going to be a lot to recap since there's two episodes. But, and many of you might, no offense to Jim, Jim is wonderful, we love Jim, but many of you have been asking, dare I say demanding, that I have Elise Myers on this show wow. to recap uh, The Bachelor. And so uh, I had been, uh, we've been trying to wait for Elise to be in town, but uh, the demand was too high and uh, Jim got sick. And so I called the bat phone, I was like, Elise, do you want to do it? And she was so gracious to uh, fill in. And we are very excited to have you, Elise. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. You know, starstruck a little bit. Just going <laughs> to keep myself calm. It's all good. Likewise. I feel like everyone knows you. I mean, not everyone. But like you've been really, you've been kind of, you're kind of a big deal lately. Um, ridiculous. On TikTok, <laughs> on, on Instagram, you hit 1 million on Instagram. Congratulations. Yeah. Well done. Thank you so much. Uh, very relatable content. Be sure to follow Elise if, if you haven't already. It's, it's great stuff. Uh, we're going to have Elise back when she is in LA for our Going Deeper episodes to learn a little bit more about Elise and do a mediation call and talk more things. But for now, it's going to be Bachelor. Yes, this is great. I'm, I'm super stoked. All right. Allie, uh, kick it off. What do we got for the tea? Who are we, who are we discussing today? Um, a very recent tea topic. Uh, as we are all watching Love is Blind, Miss Katie Thurston is also watching Love is Blind mm. and commented on a recent post of theirs on Instagram and said, quote, this photo is everything I needed after that roller coaster of a finale. In the second comment, she added, oh, I'm obsessed with this show. Genuine connections without the distractions of made-up drama and field games. Mind games? Field games. Ooh. Either. Ooh. Katie. I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Elise? Ooh, Elise with an audible ooh. <laughs> 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 what, what do I think about Katie's comment yeah, on yeah, this yeah, line? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean… Are you watching? Or, oh, yeah. Oh, of course oh. I'm watching. I, oh. I watched it. We, yeah, we, we got it. Oh. Um, Could have had her on for back-to-back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All of it. <laughs> I, th I think it's interesting to get Katie's take because obviously she's been a lead and so she understands the behind the scenes of obviously, you know, Bachelor and all of that. So to watch it compared to a show she's watching that's same vein but different style, I think it's interesting to hear her kind of like call out The Bachelor and I'm like, I want, I just need to know more. I need to know all the things that you're talking about and not saying. I want to know all of it. It's, it. Does it sound like she's throwing a little oh, yeah. sass at the, the franchise? I think Katie oh, yeah. has some PTSD still, which I think is so understandable. Too. It's understandable. I think we've all, we, anyone who's been the lead has had some. Uh, yeah. I, my my reaction is, well, listen, when you when you make people get married, yeah. uh, you don't have there. It's all the drama you need. Yeah, you don't need to add anything else. That's pretty dramatic. Yeah, I mean, and yes, of course, the Bachelor has manufactured drama. You know, like they're called group dates. It's Ooh, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like it's it's such it's such a radical controlled environment, you know? So yeah. like of course. Can I ask you, can I ask you what like your most just like in the moment on a group date that you were either a part of or you led? 
Like what was one of the group dates where you're like, get me out of here. Or like, I just, my brain can't actually handle this amount of drama. Well, it was the first group date uh, when we were playing the the wedding photo shoot dress up and Corinne took her top off. uh, Yeah. I felt incredibly uncomfortable. In front I think of all I just the women. combust into flames. And then they made me dress up as an Adam and Eve as one of <laughs> no. one of them. Um, no. Yeah, that was terrible. Do you still have that those was photos? The first group date. Uh, yeah, there. Google does. Yeah, Google. Yeah, the internet does. Unfortunately. <laughs> one um, second, just googling really quick. Sorry, one second. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Allie is googling. I think we should have like a little uh, photo album of those. Oh, a little, oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh. Just relive them? the memories. Look at them with your girlfriend. Just if I'm lucky enough to have <laughs> exactly. kids one day, I am sure I'll get trolled by my children <laughs> eventually. I've had that, oh, those thoughts true. recently about like when I have kids. It's like, what? Am I proud of everything I've done? Like, Yeah, are you going to bring it up out the gate? Are you going to let them find it out? How are you going to have the talk with them? <laughs> it's kind of like what I do with like my dating. Like I don't put any of my bachelor resume on, uh, on my Instagram. Like when I met Natalie... Like, I don't lead with it. Like, if it comes up, yeah. it comes up. But if it's like, you know, I've never, like, just so you know, I was on The Bachelor. Like, I'll either, yeah, so. They're going to know, if they know it, they already know it. You don't, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, there's nothing that you need to reference to. It's like, you're you're on The friggin' Bachelor. Yeah. You but, were The Bachelor. Yeah. So, uh, I get. I guess I get what Katie's saying, but uh, I feel like she's trying to almost, like, be like love is blind is better because it's more real. Oh, hundred percent, kind of thing. And yeah, I also like listen. I, I, I do think I, I, I'm really enjoying Love Is Blind too. Since we're on the Love Is Blind uh, yeah. topic, Elise, and you watched, we, we have, we are recording another episode when we're done here for our Wednesday episode, and we are interviewing Deep D and and Sheena. Oh, do you have any? Up. Do you have any like burning questions you would like me to ask either uh, Deep D or Sheena? Oh man, I think that if anything, all I would want to say is like to Deep D, like I cried so hard when she, when her mom was like encouraging her, saying like, that's my girl, like that's my brave girl. I literally was weeping, the, like the, holding my son. The best part of the episode was Deep D's mom. And you yes. saw the pride on her face as soon as, oh my yes. God, it was like just, yes. it was, you, without her mom saying anything, you saw her mom just like, I have chills. Just yeah, me too. Right now, yeah. it was great. Um, she, that was my favorite so part of the episode. So, uh, if you want to tell, pass it along to be like, I'm so proud of her, and I'm just so encouraged by her mom's reaction, and that's exactly the way that I want to like be proud of my son. It, that was a beautiful moment. Yeah. I'm super proud of her. It was great. Uh, all right, Allie, what else we got? Going into some Clayton's girls drama. They all yes. hung out over the weekend. They went out, you know, <gasps> clubbing, did a little bottle oh, yes. service after. Oh, I'm yeah, assuming really. And Genevieve posted on her Instagram, they, you know, they bring out bottles and they have like signs with messages. And the sign said F Shanae in big letters. You can say fuck. Allie. Okay. <laughs> well, it's fine. I'm a pure, pure She's soul. wholesome. She's so wholesome, Nick. <laughs> um, and then the, she, Genevieve put it on her story and she said, quote, she the, even, she even put an asterisk in her notes. She is professional. <laughs> this is a professional, professional yeah. woman. So beautiful. <laughs> wow. What a, what a kind soul. Thanks, uh, guys. I try. Um, and Genevieve said the best part is we didn't ask for it. They just knew. So clearly whatever bar or club they were at thought it'd be funny and brought it out. But do we feel like she should have posted it? Should- well, we did a we did yeah. a poll on our Instagram and we asked if it was uh, mean girl shit or if it was okay because it's Shanae. And I think three quarters about. It was around 75% I, I thought it was mean girl shit. And uh, yeah, I, I just... What do you think, Elise? 
I, oh my God, she, I, okay. I need to know from your perspective, because I do understand. I do understand that editing is involved. Producing is involved, but there were things that she said that I fully am like, no, you said that like those words came out of your mouth. And I just, is that, is she really the person that we're seeing? Cause if so, it's horrible. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know her. I haven't met her. Uh, and I've said this, I think, in other... My guess is she thought she was being funny or trying to be funny. She's probably not a funny person. And I think there are elements to it. Do I think she was gassed up by people around her and people making the show? Sure. Yeah. Is she also responsible for the things that came out of her mouth? And you combine yeah. that with... You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, absolutely. So it's like, it I think just- it's a combination of things. Do I think... like? Do I think that uh, Shanae is who this is, is? That who she is? Like on the streets in a group setting? I I very much doubt it. You know. I hope not. I hope not. For do you remember? Sake, yeah. Do you remember Anna Redman from Matt James this season and that kind of drama she was in? And she from she was one of the women from Chicago. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She told that very terrible rumor about like, and it was a really it was a really bad look. And I was very hard. Uh, on Anna and rightfully so but I mean she's on TikTok and I gotta say like I quite she's funny, she's funny and it's a different person you know what I'm saying and yeah. she she was contrite and apologetic she owned that what she did was wrong but even minus that ru- rumor it was just like what we saw on the show is just an incredibly different person so yeah, yeah do I think people always as always watching this show should pump the brakes on defining like people's character. Like yeah. maybe, maybe Shanae is terrible. You know, I don't know, but I hope not. I, I think that like, you do have to have a little bit of grace for those people, especially putting yourself in that situation. Like I, I would, I would be completely unhinged. I feel like at a certain point, but there are things that she said that it just, it made my heart so sad because I knew that like, she wasn't thinking about the fact that other people were going to be watching these moments back later. Like, I feel like you could kind of get tunnel vision when you're in it and forget that like, it's not just you and a camera, it's you and a camera and the entire world watching it back. So I feel bad. But as far as like the girls, like doing the thing out with the, 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 her name and all of that, it's like, yeah, I mean, it is like mean girl shit a little bit, but at the same time, it kind of seems like she terrorized them a little bit in the house and really kind of ruined their experience a little bit. And so I really? totally I'm understand su- it. I'm surprised what? with the take. Really? Kind of. You saw I don't how know. on edge they were. Because I they, I think they felt like with the Elizabeth situation, like it had been truly unprovoked. And so that left them all feeling like at any point, it could be me. I have to tiptoe around this person. Like this is like a landmine that could go off at any point in time. I mean, I guess as someone who has been in this world, I don't see how one person can terrorize a group. It's usually the other way around. And That's that doesn't, fair. It doesn't mean that Shanae didn't annoy them and piss them off. We've been so hard on Shanae this season, right? And she deserves criticism. I just yeah. don't get the whole two wrongs make a right. You know, I don't, no, I don't get the… Not. You know, the fuck Shanae, you put it on your social, everyone's having a good laugh about yeah. it. And, and kind of the point is like mental health's been talked about on this season, right? Yeah. Do we know Shanae's mental health? You know what I'm saying? Do we know? Yeah. Maybe she's experienced some trauma of her own. Does it justify her actions? No, but it might explain her behavior. It's just, yeah, if absolutely. you're going to be so upset with Shanae's actions towards you, I just don't think… You doing you should do the same thing. Doing back. the same thing is, 
I, I just, yeah. you know, if all these women are talking about like women supporting women and we're classy and we're, and then they do that. And we quite like Genevieve. We've enjoyed, I've enjoyed watching her. She seems like a nice person. And I, and I saw that and I was like, Ugh. I just felt kind of, I felt bad okay. for Genevieve that she stooped to that level. Yeah. I think it's easy to do that, especially when you're in a big group of people, especially when the whole world saw a different side of Shanae and saw the edited version, you know, it's easy to kind of lean into that. Like she would get a big response from that on social, but I like, I, I wouldn't do it, but I, I'm just saying, I understand, but I don't, you know, I understand why it was done. I just, I don't think I would do it on my social media. It was a moment of weakness for sure. And for I, sure. and, um, yeah, I, it was just, I just thought it was kind of a, a, a gross look. And even, even if Shanae is, even if there is no edit, even if she is, that is who Shanae is. I just don't, don't yeah. see how it makes it fine. You know? Yeah. I think yeah. to your point though, it's also like, I think we want to live in a world where we can have compassion for people without having the receipts of their trauma. Like we can yeah. As yeah. just kind of give people not necessarily benefit of the doubt, but just like an expansive understanding of like, there's context behind every action. And so I think it makes sense being like in these hyperbole settings where it's like, fuck Shanae or the whole internet's mad. It feels like a very extreme reaction to like a human yeah. who's going to be nuanced. Yeah, there have been characters that I've, you know, I don't want to like on JoJo's season, there was a character we all remember, infamous kind of villain. And honestly, the more I learned, the more I got to know, I just felt bad because it seemed like, and again, does it justify his behavior? No. Does it excuse it? No. But like, I just. But you don't of, need to go there. I kind of just, just wish let he'd him get be there. Help, you know. I wish he would. Yeah. And I and I didn't feel like, you know, going on and beating a really sad situation even worse. I don't know. That's just me. Get the best sleep of your life on a Helix sleep mattress. I know that sounded a bit hyperbolic, but it's true. And I can say that because I sleep wonderfully every night. And it wasn't until I had a Helix Sleep mattress, true story, that I thought I, I, I need to be in my bed to sleep. Before that, I was like, oh, I can sleep on anything. Only did I realize that I guess I just didn't have... And I, had, I thought I had good mattresses back then. It wasn't like I was just sleeping on some shitty stuff. Uh, but it wasn't a Helix mattress. I know that much. And... Every t- I mean, every time Natalie and I travel and we come home, it's always just like, oh, fuck. You just so, like sink in. Just, it's so good. Whether you are uh, sleeping on your back, on your side, on your stomach, Helix Sleep has a mattress for you. You just go uh, to their website. Uh, you tell them how you sleep and they will get you the right mattress for you. Soft, medium, firm mattresses. Mattresses are great for cooling you down uh, if you sleep hot. or And even a Helix uh, Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. Like I said, you take a quick quiz. I'm a side sleeper myself, and uh, I I just absolutely love love my Helix mattress. I really do. I can't say enough about it. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That is helixsleep.com slash V-I-A-L-L for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Peloton, you've heard it. They're doing great things in the wellness and fitness space. And yes, they have amazing bikes. Peloton is helping people meet their fitness goals and they're doing it in such a fun and competitive way. I think my favorite thing about Peloton is their classes, right? They're, it's it's world-class with world-class people and the network of Peloton. So many people are on Peloton and they got their uh, their bikes 
Uh, they have their other equipment. They have boxing now. You can also do strength workouts, which yeah. my sister asked for a Peloton membership to do strength specifically for her wedding. So there's just like a full variety so of workouts. It's it's fun to compete with people yeah. and challenge you and like and, and 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 you compete with someone that like you want to compete with and challenge yourself to like meet those goals, whatever those goals are. More daily workout variety. It's easier to stick with your goals when you keep your workouts interesting. Peloton has a workout for every day and every schedule. De-stress from a long day with 30 minutes of strength and 20 minutes of cardio. Or do a quick 15-minute total body class before work. Stay motivated while having fun with bike workouts, yoga, meditation, dance, cardio, and more. That's a, that's, uh, that's what's so great uh, about Peloton. You started with the bikes. Now they're doing it all. Meet those goals with Peloton. Visit Peloton.com to learn more. That's OnePeloton.com. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com. What else we got, Allie? Well, uh, both Mara and Sarah posted after they got let go last week. Uh, Sarah had a story that said, quote, truth always prevails. If you're confused on my ending, Hopefully the next few weeks will provide clarity. Don't ever settle for a man who speaks down to you. And Mara posted on Instagram, I am and always have been outspoken and pride myself on my communication in relationships. I'm not for everyone and I'm okay with that, but at least I know who I am and I love who I am. I feel like I owe Mara a a slight apology because I said she would go off on her Instagram (laughs) about like, I told you so about Sarah and she didn't do that. So it was very long, but it wasn't anti-Sarah. I was, I was wrong about that. Uh, I don't understand when other people waste their time talking about somebody else. Like for her to be like, Sarah's not ready or whatever. It's like, why? I just don't get it. Like, why would you waste that time? It never ends well for somebody ever. That killed me. But I think kind of back to what Andrew said a couple weeks ago, that was some real villain shit because that she felt you could tell she felt that that yeah. that was that was what Mara felt in her moment of weakness. I think it's this insecurity, right? It's yeah, you know, I empathize with her as someone who like I think she truly wants to find someone. I think she truly uh, wonders why she hasn't, you know. Yeah. And I think she, it's hard to look in the mirror and see. You know, what What could I be, what could I do differently? You know, it's yeah. tough to do. And when you see, uh, when you're surrounded by people, like she was surrounded by Sarah, and, you know, Sarah's not her cup of tea. It's just, it's easy to see flaws in other people before we see it in our in ourselves. And and I think that was just yeah. her pro- projecting it. But Yeah, absolutely. It's just hard. It never ends well. Every time I'm like, and it's easy to say that from somebody that's not in it, but I'm screaming from the screen, just like, don't say anybody else's name. Like, just focus on your own time. Oh, uh, I felt so bad. Do we think is is Sarah? I'm still hoping we get Sarah after the tell all next week. Uh, I'm waiting to find out. But do is Sarah referring to don't when she says don't ever let a man speak down to you? Is she referring to when when Clayton accused her of fake crying? Is that I'm assuming so. Or when he was like, I don't believe you. Is, yeah, I, I, she has to be because it was painful. That was a painfully awkward moment. That was not good awesome. for her. What do you think of that moment? Because that oh. made me like literally want to turn the TV off. Oh, yeah. It was, I think, I definitely think she was fake, fake crying. Yeah. I, I said this last week. I think she's the queen of fake crying in the season oh. of a lot of fake criers. I don't think she's the only one taking a moment and being like, now would be a good time for tears. And, and Is that leading. more common than not, though? I mean, it, it happens. 
this it yeah. happens every season. Part and it's a and I think it's a combination of they're all again emotional and tired. It's an environment that is eliciting emotion. So yeah. to fake cry, it's it's not that hard. But I do think there is an element of you're always being uh, told to just let yourself feel whatever it is you're feeling, you know, don't hold okay. back whatever it is you're feeling. If you're feeling anger, be angry. If you're feeling sadness, be sad. Okay. And so there's, you know, like in life, we tend to be like, I don't want to, I don't want to cry. You know, yeah. we hold back because like, just swallow the tears, you know, you know like I don't want to be like at a Wendy's bawling my eyes out, you know, but yeah, in bachelor world, places, it's, there's, there's no bad place to like, just let it go. Meltdown. I will say though, whenever I see a like a stranger crying in public, especially on public transit, I respect the shit out of it. <laughs> I'm always like, let it out. Like in solidarity, I could cry too. I think it's like very powerful when people. Do are you like, see a lot of people crying in yes. public? Do you ever go up to them and, and ask them if you're okay? Well, if someone's like having like racking sobs, and I'm like worried, especially if it's like a woman crying alone, and I'm like, is she like, yeah, like I'll. But I think oftentimes it's like someone letting their emotions out, and like they don't want someone to like. In, insert themselves into that experience, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I've never, I don't, I haven't seen a lot of people in public crying, but if I have, I definitely have been like, is everything okay? Are you okay? It's <laughs> really nice. Is that not a common thing? I guess what I, I would literally run the other direction. I would be like, I don't want this person to even know I exist in this moment. They're having their moment and they don't, don't want anyone. Am I doing them, the wrong thing? Me. No, I, but if someone walked up to me, I'd be like, this is so nice. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I just, I, for some reason, couldn't do it. You're very brave. I try to give them a tissue because I feel like that's a nice way of being like, hey, I that's see you. Good. I acknowledge nice. that you're not doing well, but like, I'm also not going to like talk to you if you just want to be alone and sob. Do you have tissues on you? Like at Always. all times? I have so much stuff on me at <laughs> all like times. an allergy thing? Wow. Just... <laughs> I have a phone charger on me at all times. <laughs> I... okay. Are you a mom? Because if you are, that would make sense. You just have a mom purse of like all the things. Yeah, or no. definitely the mom. She is purse. not a mom. No. Okay. Nope. She is. Wouldn't cool. this be a wild time for her to tell you that yeah. she was? Like, oh though? yeah, I have a four-year-old. Yeah. Like, By the way, you, know him? you have him in Stanley. <laughs> Stanley. Oh my gosh. What else we got, Allie? We got more. Just the last little situation. Um, Becca, we know Bachelor Live is coming. She did a little podcast episode yes. with all the guys of the live, and they kind of did like almost superlative type things. Um, Rodney's really excited for the first impression rose that he gets to give out. Connor will be bringing the ukulele. Um, no. Ivan is most likely That's to sneak out of the tour bus. Like they just had a little fun episode uh, chit-chatting. Yeah, no, definitely Connor will bring his ukulele, mm -hmm. I am sure. It's right up there with uh, Sal's ukulele. Is that his cringe? Oh, my did you like that? Beyonce looks like Beyonce. Oh. <laughs> I like, literally can't stop singing that in my house. <laughs> I mean, yes. Is he a good singer? Of course. Can he? Like, if someone no. sang to me that I'd be like, we're done. Mm. Again, t talking about producers on Love is Blind, like, do I think Sal liked playing the ukulele? But you, you know that they were always being like, you should play a song to her right now. And he was like, I don't know. He's like, no, it's romantic. He's like, you think? And then, he, you know what I'm saying? And the like, roommate. And the roommate's joining oh. in. And then she started crying. Like, you, But the thing is, she cries every time. So he obviously is like, this is good. I'm going to keep doing those it. Those were awkward tears, right? Like those had to Oh, 100%. Been, yeah. <laughs> like, 100%. It was like a painful. Like, uh, I can't believe this is happening to me right now. I, I dated a guy that literally, like, 
would like pull his guitar out and play for like an hour. Mm. And it just felt like a wall of sound. And you're like, there's no way for me to interject in this moment. So it's happening to me, like at me, like that's what it was like. And it just, it kills me so much. I cannot handle it. Uh, was he a musician or was he just yeah, a, a hobbyist? He was a musician and songwriter. And it was like, you knew it all the time. You knew it. I couldn't imagine if I had dated a musician and she just, she's like, I wrote you a song and I want to play it for you. Now, so the thing is, it's like different. Like, so I, I write music, it's all good. But like, I don't just be like, all right, sit down. I'm giving you a private concert for an hour and you can't yeah. say a word. Yeah, like, ho- totally different. Like if I was <laughs> yeah. a musician and they wrote a song and they wanted to like try it on me, like, yeah. of course. But if it was yeah. like, I wrote you a song. And it's like, it's so is- condescending. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I am a gift to you and your earballs. Like you need to just enjoy it. Let it yeah. just like wash over your body. It's like, no dude, like just let me have a conversation with you. This is really happening to me. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, Connor, if you're interested in that sort of thing, we'll uh, be at uh, <laughs> a city near you. A city near you. That's, that's about it. Do we want to get into tell all spoilers? Not, not I don't not think too you much. would. Yeah. We don't want to spoil. I wish I could have all, I, all I will say, I did hear, I, I hear they don't know if it will make the cutting room floor, but uh, Elizabeth uh, went on a tangent that was wildly incoherent. Like drunk? No, it was this one. Like, you know how Elizabeth was on her social, like talking about how she's ready for tell all and she was going to, you know, have her yeah. big moment. Well, it sounds like she's been like thinking about what she was going to say this whole time. And once she got the opportunity, just went on this kind of rant. I don't know if she realizes that she biffed it, but it was this kind of this. That is my nightmare. She went went off on Clayton and said all this wild shit. Uh, And the person who told me says, they don't know if it's going to make the edit just because it was so bizarre, but they weren't sure. They weren't sure. But they uh, just have to put the dumb music behind it. Like the, that makes everything funnier. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I I, I hear it's a mess though. Uh, We uh, are the best types of tell-alls. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we, we, we will see if, uh, you know, obviously I think we're all curious about how Shanae approaches it. Will she come out with any kind of contrition or not? Maybe not. I heard maybe not. Maybe not. And if she doesn't, if she doesn't quite honestly, like I think that gives us some more space to, I think it's more, I think it's easier than to criticize her. I think it'd be more fair to criticize her. Yeah. Because I think if she comes back and is like a totally different person, like kind of like Crystal's experience, like where she came back and like Coach Crystal, that she like was totally different. And like now she's like, like, I'm like, that's not the same person I saw on this show like that. But if she's like, no, I stand by it. It's like, okay, then we can fairly judge you because we're not seeing this like different edit of you. I think that would be fair. Yeah. Because if you go into that world, you don't know what you're getting into. You get caught up. You realize everyone hates you. You're drinking too much wine. You get a little carried yeah. away. You get some bad advice. And all of a sudden you watch it and go, oh, fuck. Yeah. You know, and then you have, she's had months to be like, oh. okay. And she's not on social. I, she's like deleted everything, right? I've tried I, to find not her. Not sure. Shanae? Uh, yeah. I think she had it before, but it probably got so Yeah, just bad. deleted it. And well, I'm sure she definitely didn't get like good advice from, you know, as I like to say, the friends who tell you to buy a boat. Um, she's on there. <laughs> she's got, really? She's got an Insta. Yeah, Shanae. She could defend herself yeah. by saying, listen, I, I definitely wish I would have handled myself better. I, I felt yeah. 
I felt ganged up on and I handled myself really poorly and I'm embarrassed for the things I said. I, 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 I stand by how I felt in that environment, but how I reacted and how I handled yeah. my feelings were inappropriate and mean and cruel. I was ignorant when I was mocking ADHD. It wasn't my intention. You know, all these things she could eat. She has like two months to like have like a parent or a friend be like, hey, like totally. maybe, maybe just so like some sort of humility. And if she doesn't, totally. uh, then I think it'd be more fair to criticize. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, is that all we got? Are we getting into the episode? We're jumping right in. All right, in. let's uh, into the hometowns. Uh, overall, like a solid hometowns. Did, okay, is did it just cry? me or did was like cry? all of the, they were all short. I felt like all of them were so short. Really? I thought it was yeah. honestly kind of a long episode. Really? Really? I don't, I don't know why. I, I feel like usually you get, maybe because of COVID and stuff, like they didn't do stuff out as much around people, but it felt like everything was so isolated that almost the, the days, like I didn't get to know anything about them. Like, remember when like Becca took, um, or that, what's his name? They went to the, his high school, not Connor, the guy that's at everything now, Becca, they went to the high school where like there was like the shooting and then like oh, did Blake, the concert. Blake, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The guy who's on everything now. Literally at everything. Everything. <laughs> um, really capitalizing on it. But he, so like, it just felt like you got to know so much about him as his experience. And like with these, it's like they went on a hike. And you like, made, okay. you know, honestly, you make a good point. I actually, I did think about that while watching it, where the daytime versions of the date were far less personal. And, yeah. you know, and, and I'm guessing, and this is just a guess, I still think while we're back traveling and the COVID restrictions yeah. have drastically reduced, they're not totally gone. So instead, yeah. like, you know, when I, uh, on my hometown in Andy season, we, I took her to a brewery. My friends got to show up. Right. It was like in a crowd. Uh, we went to right. the public market, another crowd, you know, all these things. And very similar to like, you know, other people's dates where you kind of immerse them into your city Right. And I think uh, they they didn't get to they my guess is probably COVID. Because yes, they yeah, were very that was my guess. They were all very kind of random, like in the woods. In the <laughs> literally in the yeah. woods. There's no other people here. We're social distancing <laughs> like motherfuckers. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So I think that's that's that was it. Uh, let's just go kind of in sequential order. We start with Susie's hometown. Uh, I told you. Today, we're going to find out if Clayton likes being choked. I, I think we learned a lot about Susie this episode. I told you she, she's a, there's, she, she got some fight in her. All, all of you were all like, I don't know if she's a bachelorette. She might be too, like too demure for like your classic. Just karate Susie or maybe. I, I, Krav Maga. I, yeah. I, I, I guess if you're in the martial arts community, MMA. there's probably a huge difference between karate and whatever it is. Didn't Susie's. she do Jiu-jitsu? Yeah, I, I thought think, it was jujitsu. Yeah, I it was probably jujitsu. I'm sorry. Jujitsu. Very different. <laughs> because uh, a lot of people came after us last week for not knowing how many kids our Ari and Lauren have. Guys, They're, we saw. Oh my God. They had two two births. Whatever. We're not we're not investigative reporters here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, passing. like I watched their like vlogs for their twins. Like I'm just in tears. Like when I just like full tears. I'm like, what are you talking about? They have three kids. Um, wait, left, I will you, say you left one kid. He'd exist. It really resonates. Susie, that. <laughs> is anyone talked about how Susie is literally like Hannah Brown's like copy and paste? Like, I feel like they. I, I I hate comparing it too much because I feel like I see the similarity, but I don't. 
I just feel like when she smiles, I'm like, that's, that's like Hannah Brown's face. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre to me. My brain can't like wrap its head. I it's see the just difference. Have incredible. You guys, have you guys seen the photos of, she used to live in Japan and she worked as a Disney princess at Disneyland Japan. I did and not like, see that. Dressed up Stop as it. various princesses. She is the perfect princess face. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. Like, she, she is so sweet. Mm. But I was just like the martial arts. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, because she said she learned that in Japan as well. It yeah. would have been at the same time. And when they when they dressed up and and wore the geese, nailed like, it. She uh, did. I yeah, I got it right. I don't know. Uh, I was in Taekwondo as a young child. I, was, I, I made it all the way to a high brown belt. And, wow. and what I noticed, what I noticed is that like Susie, she was a high blue belt. And the high, like if my if my memory is correct, the the black tape around the belt. There's like two levels. At least in Taekwondo, there was two levels of each belt. Belt. So you got like you got your different colors, and then you test, and then you had to test to be like a high or a low. And if you were a high, you had black yeah. tape taped around the end of your belt to like signify. So, but I would liked about it, like clearly, like Susie has, like I was as soon as we saw Clayton's white belt, I was like, I wonder what Susie comes out in. Is it going to be just another white belt, or is Susie going to be like, no, I want to put on my awesome. belt that I've earned. She earned that yeah. shit. Yeah, um, and, when she, and what's cool is she was like, I, I feel like I kind of didn't love my body or however she said it. She was like, I was insecure about myself for a long time. And then I learned that like I could, my body could literally be used as like a weapon in this and it made her feel powerful. And I loved that. I feel like we got to know a lot about her just in that like one sentence than we have yes. in a lot of the dates. And I really appreciated that. I, yeah. I loved it. And when she put Clayton in that chokehold, that was like a legit move. That and Clayton yeah. being all whatever two hundred and how many pounds of pure muscle, like Susie could have killed him. Yeah, I'm not even. He, that's like, not, I'm breathe. not exaggerating. If she yeah. wanted to, she could have snapped his neck. Yeah, he definitely he tapped out. Like, oh fuck! Like when you get someone yeah. one of those moves, like it doesn't like weight and size doesn't necessarily matter. She was uh, ready for it, and he would. She was like, "I'm so sorry," and he's like, "No, it's fine." <laughs> it was. It was incredible. Awesome. It was, yeah. was awesome. Um, and can we talk about her dad? Her dad is the sweetest thing. I'm like, I just the best response of all the parents. I I think. So you okay? So interesting. I was I was going to ask all of you. There were some real all stars in the families of, of each family. You had Susie's yeah. dad. You yeah. had uh, Gabby's grandpa. Gabby's grandpa. You grandpa had Serene's brother. Uh, yeah. And you had um, Rachel's dad was also Rachel's dad. Oh my god, was amazing. Him- Rachel's dad yeah. was awesome. Like that was an all star cast. But yeah, between was. those four, you give the you give the gold medal to Susie's dad. I think it's because Susie's dad reminds me a lot of my dad. Like that is a very like Daryl Jones response to like what would have happened if I would have been in that situation. So I saw my dad in it, and I was like, okay. That's that's beautiful, but that's just because of my upbringing. The, when Susie was talking to her dad, so like she told Clayton, my dad had some health issues, and it yeah. actually because because Jim Jeffries was going to be her guest, it reminded me like Jim has. If you've seen a stand up, he has a bit about The Bachelor, and he kind of goes on about the trope of trauma dumping, yes, on the show, and how you know if you have, you know, if you're Michael A. and your wife dies, then. You know, it's this whole like very like comedic thing. Olympic, like, you're you're, you're like the, you get the Olympic gold medal, and if you've yeah. been cheated on, you're just like, you know, good try. And when yeah. when Susie was talking about her dad getting sick in kind of this vague way, uh, it, it made me think of his stand up. And listen, like on a serious note, like uh, I've been very fortunate. I have both my parents with me, but 
the past couple of years, there were my, my, my dad had a couple like, you know, health scares that, and he's doing great now. But even if you're lucky enough to have parents who are alive and well, uh, when you have that moment, anytime you like, when you realize your parents' mortality, it's a very yeah. like sobering feeling oh, just yeah. in life, only for, your, for yourself, for them. Like you're just like, oh, I'm getting older kind of thing. So totally. it's a real thing. So I don't want to, you know, diminish that. But when Susie was talking to her dad, right? And she was like, so like I was talking to Clayton about the time you got sick. And the look on Susie's dad's face was like, Confusion. Yeah, it's like, I'm not dying. Like, it was almost like Susie had been in this bachelor du- a bubble of being like, yeah, like, so your dad was sick. So, like, maybe, you know, what's that like to, like, you Will know, be there when you get when married. You're, you're in. Because he's like, yeah, you know, like, that is tough. He's you like, know? oh, I'm going to be there. He's yeah, like, I'm not like, going no, I'm anywhere. Gonna... Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I thought that was really interesting. I actually noticed that. And I was like, I wonder if she's told this. She's had to tell the story so many times, obviously, over and over and over again to multiple people. And it's have it's been like just talked about so much in that high emotion environment that when she gets to the person it's actually happening to. I was like, this doesn't feel like the same conversation I expected it to be. And it was just really, that was really interesting. It didn't feel organic. Yeah. Because again, yeah. I don't doubt that Susie felt these feelings. It would just be like something I don't think in life Susie would have brought this up on a date in the context yeah. in which she brought it up to Clayton. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think really she would, you know, that was very much a forced bachelor moment. And then her bringing it up to her dad, you know, like I, I've never been like, after my dad had like had a mild health scare, I'd never been like, so just, I was thinking about like having kids and getting married and like, and so don't die. Yeah, that was <laughs> I a lot. imagine my dad being like, the fuck? What are you talking <laughs> like, about? Yeah. Could Why been- is this the first thing you're talking to me about when sitting in front of a camera? Yeah. It's just like so uncomfortable. Yeah. Could it have been her dad trying to be kind of very like strong and stoic and like not wanting her to worry at all. Like, do you think he's just someone who's like, I never want my kids to worry about me. I am always going to like downplay anything. So that way. Sure. Anything's possible, but we know how this show works and how they love a trauma dump and how the producers are trained to lean into your sad stories and have an emotional moment, which listen, we, as we watch, we like you, at least, you know, even like you loved a moment, you know, there was a moment we have felt, I mean, like, Gabby's dad coming out was both like, I, at first I had anxiety of cringe anxiety and I also cried. I need to know. I, this is the, like, if we're to talk about anything, this is what I need to talk about. I don't understand what was going on. Why couldn't they FaceTime? Why couldn't they talk? Like they were for sure in distance to hear each other. Like, yeah. What was happening? Like, <laughs> right? Why couldn't they have called each other on the phone? They could have met on Face. Like, what was going on? Well, my guess is they couldn't touch because, yeah, that that makes sense. Social distancing. Uh, his yeah. girlfriend, you know, unfortunately diagnosed with cancer, immune, obviously compromised, can't risk getting COVID or sick at all. That makes sense, you know. So yeah, yeah, the social distancing I get, but yes, the let's just take it. <laughs> 10 miles further and you're not allowed to say anything to each other. Yeah. Like they could have just like yelled or they could have like called on the phone. They could have FaceTimed. So Clayton or Clayton could have been there. Can't, like, they could have had a whole conversation six feet <laughs> apart with Clayton. Why, why was Clayton not there? Like on the, and he came out just as like the dad was w- driving away. And I'm like, what just happened? That was bizarre to me. That was bizarre. They love a, I, they love a good TV moment. Like, 
you know, the producers on the show, I don't know all of them. There's even like, there's actually a lot of new people now from my, my yeah. time. But, you know, I don't think when they got into TV, it was all like, you know, I want to work on The Bachelor. Not that they didn't want to work on The Bachelor, but, you know, a lot of them studied film, movies, yeah. TVs. And so you're, they're here making a reality TV show. They still wanted to make and it And so when they have an opportunity, like they, they do care. Like, you know, every once in a while you get these really kind of great shots of a sunset and a silhouette. And they definitely take pride in that. And I get it, right? They're, they're yeah, making TV, art. right? So it is their art. And so my guess is, here's this unfortunate situation with Gabby's dad. He can't, he can't be there because he's got to be very careful. So let's turn it into kind of this love actually moment, which again, like I thought it was like both cringy and ridiculous. And yeah, I, I, cried. I cried. I, I cried. I, I definitely was like, fuck. <laughs> they yeah. got me. Like I definitely got choked up. So it was like one of those things where it was like, like I hate this, but also like, fuck. This it, is it, a desired effect. Touche. It's happening right what now. It did yeah. what they <laughs> got what they wanted. That My, is so funny. I'd also be almost certain that Clayton met his dad, her dad. Do you think so? 100%. So he would have been there on the, the porch. I'm almost certain that after they got the shot they wanted, the car stopped. He got out of the car. Clayton came out. They said hi, socially distanced, maybe chatted. You know, like I met Rachel. I, would hope so. I met Rachel's dad and had a whole real conversation with him, but like because he's a federal judge, didn't want to be on camera. He was there the whole time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. She she mentioned it in her book. It was also like I think when she was a bachelorette, very similar thing where he yeah. got to meet uh, some of the guys, but you know, being yeah. a federal judge didn't feel comfortable like you know, being on TV and interesting. And so like they definitely so that I'm all like I would be shocked if Clayton didn't meet the guy. Man, yeah. you watching the show from your perspective is just so different. I just like until you're in it, I just, you don't know. How could you? But it's just wild. I wish I could just like be inside your brain and just be like, let me see all the things. Well, Not I, all the things. I try my best things. to give this audience as, uh, as, as much inside information as possible. Even though sometimes so cool. they're like, no, I know. <laughs> I always love the <laughs> comments where there's like, Nick thinks he knows more about The Bachelor than anyone. And I'm just like, I mean, I don't know if I, I know mean, more anyone about The Bachelor than anyone. I mean, anyone that's never been on the show. But, like, <laughs> I have like, kind of like, like probably you, you have their fan five eight six. Yeah, it's like uh, I don't like Al, everyone. I don't know, but like I, I know a lot. Sorry, because you've been on it four, five, four, four, uh, four. Okay, yeah. Then you, you, you know, you've been it's there. It's not so much you, the amount of times, but I've been the villain. I've been the hero. I've been. I've, yeah, wow. I've, I've been. Every time I was on it, I was on it from beginning to end. Like you know, for example, wow. there, you know, like. Uh, now that we're back to filming uh, and the, tr the traveling, it takes yeah. typically eight or nine weeks, right, to film the show. Yeah. By the time they make it to hometowns, that's only like, that only takes like four and a half, five weeks, wow. right? So everyone of the, of the 30 people that make the show, everyone goes home the first four and a half weeks. And then you still have three and a half to four weeks left of only the final four. So the final four people, have almost twice 
the experience than everyone else. And when you're down in the final wow. four, you have more like one-on-one time with producers and it's more like of a chilled atmosphere. And you're just kind of like shooting the breeze about life. And like they'll yeah. give you a little bit more insight about behind the scenes. You do more like B-roll. You're doing more contemplations. It gets a lot more emotional. You, you kind of learn about what's going on but just because there's like less people. Right. So like the, yeah. the experience of the final four is drastically different than the experience of like the other people just because of less people, more time. Yeah. And it's almost it almost it's almost 40 percent of the entire time they're filming is That's the final wild. four. For example, hometowns is like eight weeks. Right. Because there's usually a day off in between for travel. Like tra- where did Clayton Do you go? Mean eight days. I'm sorry. Eight days. Thank you. Clayton went to Florida. He went to Virginia, Virginia Denver, Denver back to LA for the rose ceremony. Mm-hmm. There was one more. Who, Virginia, Colorado, Oklahoma, and Oklahoma, Florida. right? Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know if they aired it in order, but like that's that takes time, right? So, yeah, when you're not filming your hometown, it, you're just kind of like chilling. And Are you in the locations that other it depends? Like for me, my guess is they all flew back to LA because the rose ceremony was in LA this time, and it was on okay. Andy season. So I had the first. I flew from uh, Belgium straight to Milwaukee. I had the first hometown, and after my hometown, I had a whole week in LA to just chill. It was a lot of fun. I went to a Dodger game. You know, you get to if you want to if you're into like. You know, before COVID, like if you get to go to like uh, you, I went. You can go to amusement parks. You can kind of they kind of like but you don't have your phone, right? No, you or don't have your you? phone. You're you're like yeah. you have a chaperone, you know, but you kind of do whatever. Handler. They take you, yeah. They have a handler and they take you wherever. And I had a quite, I had a fun time. I got to you'd be a tourist in LA, but you, and then wow. while you're doing that, you're kind of kind of talking. You're also like still like your mind's focused on falling in love and all these yeah. things. And, and it, it's a, it's a ton of fun. And then fantasy suites, again, that takes another almost a week because there's always a day off of, you know, saying those, so, so these things take a lot more time and that time you're still like in that bubble obsessing over your feelings, obsessing yeah. over your decisions. And it's just a very different experience. than if you've like made it to week four, that is crazy. And then to have done that multiple times, it's like, of course, you would have a different perspective than somebody that just is an avid watcher. Cause it's like, you're not seeing what's actually happening. You're just seeing the final product, which is a lot of what didn't actually happen. It's just molded and, you know, clayed and pushed into like what people kind of want to be seen. Yeah, their so story. Just yeah. Anyways, we digress. Yeah. Did we have anything else to cover about Susie's? Susie's uh, other than like, I'm, you know, Susie, Rachel. You know, like who do I? What do I think is going to happen? I mean, I I, I was wrong. I I really thought if I had to guess, I think I did guess last week. I thought Serene was going to make the final three. I thought oh for sure. I thought they're going to bring Gabby for like you know the story about her mom and kind of build up her story because I still really haven't seen all that much prior to this episode. I didn't see, and even still now, do we see like I just don't see that much of a connection between Clayton and and Gabby. Well, she, I think that she's getting the Bachelorette edit. Yes, personally. I think she 100. She's getting a Bachelorette edit. I still yeah. think Susie. I think Susie was always going to be their person, and yeah. it still might be their I person for Bachelorette. Yeah, and, and I think they're hedging their bet. But like the producers would have known if Susie and or Ray, whoever is you know is your top choice, they are they're always asking like so who like where are you leaning? They're always checking in, you know. Yeah. So. 
you know, like if she's just like, yeah, you know, if any point claims like, I think I might pick Susie, they're, they're kind of preparing for, well, if, well, then she can't be our bachelorette kind of thing. Right. So anyways, I, the only reason I bring that up is because at the, I just think there's Susie and, and Clayton, he, it's like, Rachel had such that, that, that first one-on-one was so like, it's gotta be Rachel. But Susie yeah. keeps slowly kind of, I think, chipping away at that lead where I'm just not sure uh, who he's going to pick. I don't know. Well, I, I felt like when he responded to her, when she was like, meet me at the clock tower. And she's like, I'm falling in love with you. And he's like, didn't he say like, I'm falling in love with you too? He didn't said he something. That? He definitely, I just remember, <laughs> I, my lasting memory is just how excited he was knowing how tired he was. Yeah, that's And I true. just like, I just put myself in Clayton's position at that point thinking, if it's not someone I like, it was just like all he probably wants to do is go to bed. And so for yeah. him to kind of get that kind of affirmation from Susie Big deal. and see that. Uh, so I don't remember what he said, but it was very telling his reaction. To, yeah. Me. And, and then when it's weird then like when she, he didn't say to her dad, like, I'm falling in love with her. Like it, I just feel like he chose the wrong moments to be reserved. It's like, why not take that opportunity to share how you're feeling? Like if that's all you've got. I, I agree. I think it's. I think that's Clayton not knowing what to say and and trusting the producers a little bit too much. Yeah. And not that the producers are telling him what to say, but like they're definitely like before home. I hated hometowns. Hometowns suck. Really. Just because you're going into these people's homes, and as the lead, you you recognize you're going to have to lead people on, and you recognize yeah. that you, it's just part of the gig. And it just becomes a lot more personal and real when you're walking into people's homes and you have that kind of respect and you're just like, this. it crosses a line. It feels a little dirty, to be honest. It feels a little kind of totally. like, uh, especially if you kind of know what direction you're going. Like imagine going into, imagine Clayton, like we know Clayton probably had at least a good sense that Serene was going home that week. Yeah. I feel like you could even see that in their interactions. Yeah. I felt like you could see him feeling awkward. Yeah. And imagine like sitting down with Serene's brother who like, what a wonderful man. Just his great voice too. Just such a distinctive, just rich, you know. Heart of America. Yeah. Can we get him on the show? Oh God, he was awesome. (laughs) But but imagine like him saying that and just wanting to be like, if I'm claiming that moment, I just want to be like, I want. It's I, not her. I want this to stop. It's not her. Just tell her. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. He's, he he can't, and that sucks. It's a shitty situ, situation to be in. We also don't know what what aired, you know. Too like I remember with when I was with Vanessa's family, and her sister. I was talking with her sister, and her sister was like, you know, getting emotional and kind of giving me the like, if you hurt her, I'll kill you. I think she actually yeah. said that. <laughs> But it came from like a place of love. And even with her mom and her sister, I was just like, and, and, I, and I remember in this moment thinking, I didn't really care about what was being aired. I didn't know if they even could use it, but I just kind of looked at, looked at them and kind of like try to like look them very much in the eye. And I just said, I promise it's going to be okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of gave them this look of like, I can't say I'm it, but I'm daughter, saying it. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you knew like, I don't, at that point. Yeah, like, I did. But I don't it. know if Clayton does, but like, I, I did. So 
what I'm saying is we don't know if Clayton maybe even had a moment with his dad that like just didn't fit the edit and didn't like almost kind of gave too much away. You know, we don't know that. And all they had left to work with was this kind of an awkward, well, I'm not really supposed to say anything. It's possible, you know? That's a good, yeah, that's a good take. Yeah, like if you kind of give stuff away to kind of reassure, when you try to have a human moment with these people that you realize you're going into their homes and you're just like fucking with them. You know, yeah. they haven't seen. We I always kind of remind my audience during the week of hometowns. Like, they haven't seen what's they happening. They haven't seen what's happening. But before each hometowns, you get the, like a team of producers to show up a day before. You get like boots on the ground, so to speak. And it's kind of, you know, because they have to. Like, yeah, they're they coming. This, they have to set it up, lighting, and you're, you're making a TV show. So they ask permit hey, here. Can we come in your house? Can we do these things? They'll take them out to dinner the night before. And it's kind of like, they always the family always have a lot of questions like oh, what the fuck's going on and a lot of it is like well yeah. you'll have to you'll have to ask you will have to wait but like there's a lot of like you should ask this or you should ask that and like that would be something you know and a lot of it is just wow. like because they're trying to make a TV show and it's very easy to get awkward and they're trying oh, yeah. their best to like ev- keep everyone focused because make like, it not seem weird because yeah it's not so seem bizarre. weird so uh, it's all well intentioned you know from the producers yeah. but. And then, and then their and their kids walk in, looking brainwashed, essentially, right? Like every parent's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go on the show, and they come in all just like the parents all see it. it's like, oh shit, my kids in love, fuck, yeah, they drink the Kool Aid, you know, and and they think they're it. They every person the once they get to hometowns and they're introducing to their family, I know every single person is like, it's got to be me. Like, yeah, you're once like, you bring that person into your life, into your real life, it's like this isn't just that that world anymore. Like, this is my real, world yeah. now. But I don't know what would be better. Like, waiting for hometowns till later, then you really think it's the one. Or if it's earlier, and then it's like this is pointless. It's like I don't know what the right balance would be. It's it's impossible. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gabby, I felt a sense of like, and obviously, right? Because now we're down to four, but we we got to hear from each of the women. We got to hear a lot more from each of the women. Yeah. You know, just like we we you hometowns makes you realize just how uh, little we get to hear from all of them, and just like Susie and Gabby, just like kind of these long kind of. ITM, they're less sound bites and more kind of stream of consciousness thoughts. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Gab, it's uh, Gabby definitely, I can't tell if Gabby's always playing a character or if she's just kind of this very unique personality. I can't tell. It seems like their relationship is really lighthearted and like friendshiply, but I can't tell if that's like, if things are being edited out or if she's kind of being aired to just be like, like the, the depth is there, not from her. Like, I'm not saying she's not a deep person. It's just their connection seems a lot more lighthearted than like compared to Susie's or compared to, um, I don't know, Serene's. I'm not sure. Totally. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't tell if Gab, because like clearly Gabby's funny. She knows she's funny. Clayton thinks she's the funniest woman in the world. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, Elise, because you're pretty funny. Oh, thank you. Uh, I don't. I, I haven't seen that side of her. I just don't feel like we've seen a goofy, lot of what. But anyway, yeah, she's goofy. But yeah. I, I, I can't tell. Like when she was hanging out with Clayton, I can't tell because you, you know when you when you know you're funny and like you you like you go walk into a room, people kind of expect you to entertain them, and I can't tell if Gabby's just being herself or if she's like 
leaning into, you know what I'm saying? Like, or if she's like, this is me being goofy all the time. Yeah. I, I can't tell. I honestly can't tell, but I think that they have a good connection. I just think that it's more like silly and lighthearted. But is that like enough? Like, can you really like create a marriage out of that? I definitely don't think Clayton's picking Gabby. I just mean in general. Like, no. And I think sometimes when you, in that world, when you don't feel that connection, you kind of lean into the other things that you have. It's like the, it's like a real life version of like the friend zone of, Oh, let's just let's just play games, you know. Like we don't need to make out. Let's, let's just play games. I, mean, I don't care about yeah. it, you know. So I, I, that's a little bit of, of that, I think. Um, I think too. I mean, why not keep people around that make you feel safe and like fun? You know, like if you have to keep people around up until the end, like you might as well also keep people close that you're like you're just not. I'm just gonna have like enjoy myself around you. One hundred percent. Like hanging out with Gabby is probably a breath of fresh air for Clayton. She, she probably doesn't make him feel pressured or wrong for feeling yeah. like, because there are certain people where you, you might not be feeling it and they're, and they're, and they're, they're trying to get more out of you. Right. And you're yeah. just like, it's time to go because you're, you know, it's like how, you know, how on this, on this show, like every time someone's like, I'm falling in love with you or I love you. And they like go. Oh, you know, Serene, finally ready to say, I'm not falling in love with you. I'm in love with you. It's the kiss of death if if that person yeah. doesn't feel the same. A hundred percent. You know? And oh, so- it's so rough. You can see it on their face too. You like watch them process the fact that it's like, I don't, I don't want to say that back right now. It's like, oh, it just kills me. Yeah. Especially after meeting the family. Like it just brings back all, oh. Like the Colton with Beck, all that. I'm like, oh my gosh, all of it. It's just, it's so sad. But we love Gabby's uh, grandpa. Oh my <laughs> One of the God. grandpa, John. <laughs> was, well, speaking to whether Gabby's always like this, when Gabby's grandfather's like, she's always been a dingbat. <laughs> I love it. called her a dingbat. I love literally it. wrote that down. I was like, he called her a dingbat. <laughs> What is what is the what is the modern term for dingbat? Because I feel like dingbat might have been like something commonly used back in uh, uh, back in the day. I don't know. Oh, no. Dingbat. That's great. I think dingbat's perfect. It no, really it encompasses the the vision. Um, it was amazing. If Gabby's grandpa ever wanted to find love again? I'm available. You're oh into my it. Gosh. Yeah. The wedding ring. <laughs> the fact that oh. she's like, "Why do you wear your wedding ring?" I like, am obsessed I was proud with to that be man. married. Oh my god. Oh. No, he's great. And I shout out to him for giving them the teaser for the Hometowns episode. Oh, yeah. Like his sarcasm. Oh, like, yeah. He was really carrying the teaser on his back. Yeah. <laughs> well, another just a cautionary tale. Let's just be careful what we, the power of the edit, you know? Like, well, they sure made it seem like uh, Gabby's grandpa was going to lean into Clayton, you know? And yeah. it turns out he was just joshing him. Just you know. joshing. He's the sweetest. Oh my gosh, Grandpa John. We love him. Uh, we love him. Uh, all I right. feel like Clayton might be an old man trapped in a younger man's body because when he was talking to uh, Susie's dad, he was like, well, these other boys must have been dumb as a box of rocks. And I was like, dumb as a box of rocks. You are 20 something years old. <laughs> With all of his turtlenecks, he's just, he is an old man in a young do man's you, body. Do you think that's what happens? Like, because he knows he can't swear kind of thing. Mm. Do you like revert back to kind of like corny sayings I feel when like you he know? he is like a swearing person. Maybe, maybe not. No? Also, do I don't you, know. you know what I thought was weird? Clayton loves to yell. When Gabby was like, hey, um, scare me like a, if a bear came out of the woods. And Clayton just, 
Right, like as yeah. loud as he could, and like, he's just like he's got it on in his back pocket all the time. He's like, it's wait, I Viking. get to be a Viking. I, yeah. I get to scare the shit out of someone. Like, if like Dude. if a girl asked me to do that, I'd be like, you know, like I would just I wouldn't try to literally scare her. And Clayton's like, oh my god, this is so much fun. He he's just so funny. I like don't understand him. I felt like I genuinely I feel like he's more like a blank slate for production, and that's like that. And I wish I could get to know more of who he was because. I just, I feel so confused watching him and his personality. Yeah. I think uh, you speak for America when you say that we, we still don't know much about, other than he's terribly afraid of heights. That was awesome. Yeah, I guess. I thought that was amazing. It was like, I don't consider myself afraid of heights. Although like, I'm not a, I don't like love heights. I can psych myself out, but he was truly terrified. Do you want to know my theory behind that? What? He actually wasn't that afraid, but he knew he was going to be sending Serene home. So he like just tried to like, he tried to have something to talk about. So he just really? kind of acted more like afraid than he was. Yeah. Interesting take. And it, because if like, true, if you're going to break up with someone, you're like, I don't know what else I'm going to say. So you just think something's overly funny or like overly scary. And you're like, well, I'll have more to talk about if I just focus on that. Uh, that would be a really charming thing if that was... If if that's true, do we like Clayton for that? That would be a very sweet and endearing thing. Maybe no, or he, or he could just tell the truth and be like, "I'm not feeling it. I'm not going to meet your family before." No, well, he, that's not really his call. It's interesting to think about, like whether it'd be ruder to be like, "I'm sorry, I'm not feeling this. I'm not going to meet your family after like they've had the dinner with the producers. They've gotten them all amped up for this," or whether that's like the better thing to do, so that way you're not leaving people on a moment longer than you have to be. Well, if if Clayton. I know that's like not really free range. I think, I think it would be kinder to to cut short. Yeah, yeah. I think the but I don't know if that's possible. It's not. Yeah, it's like a it's like breaking up in real life. You know, like sometimes being a little more cold in the moment is the kinder thing to do. Even though it's just like yeah, but we made it this far. It's just like but like, you know, like breaking up before the holidays is definitely better than breaking up after the holidays. And pretending to like share another Christmas with someone. I know you're going to have to give that person a shitty holiday. But like, but you're just going to like fake. Like, you know, all of a sudden like January 2nd rolls around. Like, yeah, sorry. We should break up. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. It's like, no, you just lied to me over Christmas. Yeah, you bring them in. You know, you you fly them in to meet your family. And they stay with your family. And your your mom gives them a present. And like a photo album or something of some shit. Of like… Painful. It's so painful. That'd be terrible. Oh my gosh. Amanda's not sure she agrees. (laughs) I'm just trying to think. Well, I, I think in that scenario, maybe the kindest time to do it is like… That week between Christmas and New Year's that way. <laughs> well, because I'm just thinking about like, and I get it. I think it sucks to be let on. It would be terrible to like be disingenuous or to feel like someone was disingenuous and going through the motions all Christmas. But it also would kind of suck to have to talk about a breakup to all of your family. Yeah. Like, where is he? Where oh, is she? I mean, again, being broken up with right before the holidays is terrible. Like, I'm not saying there's like, that's an awesome thing. And that person you're dumping is going to have a shitty holiday. And if 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 Clayton broke up with Serene, like as soon as he like landed before he met her family, like that would really suck for Serene to not have that moment with her family. Nevertheless, what happens when you break up with someone? You're always kind of like relive moments and you go back in your head about like, but they said this to Cringe. me and we did this. And like, what did this mean? But this must have yeah. not meant anything or they used me or all those things that like make it harder to get over someone. 
And imagine like having Christmas plans and being like, hey, we're going to go to fly, you know, get on a plane to meet your significant other's family and you stay with him and like you are living in that community and like they give you gifts and, and then then and like January 2nd, it's like, yeah, sorry, I was feeling. So when did you know? Like, well, you know. December 20th. This, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? But what about the casserole you made for my family? Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, that's painful. Um, yeah, it's it's a shitty situation either way. But it, the question is, what is better for the person being broken up with in the long run? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if my theory is true, so it's probably not. But that's just what I saw when they were doing the heights thing. I was like, maybe he knows. And he's just like really clinging onto the nerves and is acting more nervous. And you know what the justification always is for the show and the producers? And there's an argument to be made. And that's why like, that's why to this day, even though I was incredibly mad at Caitlin for bringing me to the altar, so to speak, for lack of a better term, was to this day, I now thank her for that moment. Right. Wow. She gave me this opportunity to like really have what I still like if, if I had to rank my moments on the show, like it was my most honest and vulnerable and sincere moment. And I don't, I don't go back and watch it all that much, but like when I, and I have seen it a couple of times, it, there's a sense of like, I handled myself really well. And like, that was like a, it was a good moment. And so back to Serene's hometown that moment she had with her brother of like getting emotional and him yeah. like expressing that type of care and love to Serene, that is a moment those two it's will share for the, the rest of their lives. And maybe a moment that they may never have had had Clayton not brought her to hometowns and, and gone yeah, through the true. motions of leading her family on, so to speak. And so there is an interesting argument to be said of like, and I, the producers definitely operate with that mindset of we're facilitating we're, these moments. We're for really fucking with you right now, but you might you might appreciate differently down the road. And for a lot of us, it, it's very true. Interesting. I mean, that, that is one way to take it. That's that is a that's one hot take. It's a question. It. I mean, I'd be curious if I ever get a chance to ask Serene if 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 you knew Clayton knew he was going to send you home before he even got off that plane. Uh, would you uh, wanted him to meet your family and go through the motions so that you would have that moment with your brother, or would you rather have him just not? And I'd I, I'd be willing to bet she would uh, she would be glad it went down the way it did. Really, I mean, her she was stone cold like on the on the way out. She like oh yeah, you could tell walls immediately up. I don't oh, totally. I don't know like oh. I, and I felt that that would be me leaving if I left. That would I would. I mean, maybe I say that and it's not true. I don't think I would cry. I think I would be like, you're not getting another thing from me. Like, I feel like that's really what I would feel like. I, I, I literally, and I've joked with Caitlin, I wanted to push her in the pool. Like there was a pool, right? <sighs> I was so, I was like, how could you do this to me? I was oh, so no, embarrassed and hurt and just yeah, like that was beside myself that was of like, I asked you not to do this. I begged you behind closed doors. <laughs> and like, oh, instead behind closed doors, she's like, I love you. You know, like, I was like, yeah. oh my, I was filled with like so much just hurt and, and anger. But like, as time passed, I really, I'm grateful. I, I truly I am. I cannot and believe that happened. I forgot how like deeply sad that moment was. Um, it, it's just, it just, it's a, it's a lef- lesson in kind of time and perspective. So I don't know if Serene feels that now. 
you know? And I certainly don't think she felt it in that moment. That's for sure. Like when Clayton was breaking up with yeah. her. But I wonder down the line after watching it, like, for example, I wonder if she feels that way now watching it back with her brother. Yeah. You know, and watching the moment his her brother had with Clayton too, like realizing how strong she is and how much she's grown and the fact that yeah. she opened up to Clayton so quickly after like the stuff with her cousin. And I'm like, it's beautiful that he can kind of see the strength in his sister probably more than he's given her credit for as well. So I do think that that was a cool moment. Yeah. And then we'll kind of like segue into Rachel's hometown with her her dad too. Like, like is her dad like from the mafia? I don't like, no. Yeah, like, dude. <laughs> That's intense to get his like seal handshake and like arm of approval thing. That that was intense. I loved. I like her dad had a, a maybe maybe Rachel and her dad have cried together before. Also, maybe not. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like that was intense. And the fact that she knew him so well to be like, this is literally what you're gonna get if he approves of you, and he did it like perfectly. Like that was crazy to me. This is not a guy who is leading with his emotions and feelings often and. To have that sit down with his daughter, Rachel, and we don't know what's going to happen with Rachel, but like, I'm pretty sure either Susie or Rachel are going to be devastated. Uh, yeah. By this. In fact, I think if there's going to be, what I hear is it's, again, we always hear how it's going to be an ep- like, It's going to be a real ugly ending. And there's going to be some I'm real I'm confused as to the way they're teasing it. Like the way that they've teased the ending of like the, I'm in love with all three and I've like been intimate with all three, all of that. I, I'm like, Really confused because they've cut it so many different ways now, and now they've like stopped teasing that completely. I'm like, what is going on? I don't know. I hear it's going to be a mess. I cannot wait. Should we do some predictions based on what we think could happen, Elise? I I personally think okay, this is my thing. I think Rachel's going to go home next. It's going to be between Susie and Gab, Gabby. Really? Yeah. And then I think I think it's going to be. Susie gets picked and Gabby is the bachelorette. That's what I think. But I, but I think it's going to be before he, he goes and like kicks Rachel off. He's going to say, I would, I have said, I love you to all three of you. And I have been intimate with all three of you. The reason why he chooses to share that I have no clue. That's obviously what's assumed. If you're not okay with that, you shouldn't be on the show. But I just think it's really bizarre that like, it's been teased that he says that and then like loses his mind. I think some, I think something goes wrong. Like maybe someone's not like here for the right reasons, but then he, like, have you seen the clips where he's like walking away and he's like, I can't believe she's telling this. And it's like, I'm devastated. Yeah. Yeah. Like something has to happen more than just them not responding well to him having sex with three women. Like I get the whole, like, you know what you signed up for type of thing. But once you get on that level, like it's, it's easy to say, you know what you signed up for when you're going on group dates. And it's all kind of silliness and you're doing naked, you know, obstacle courses. But when you're down to the final three and you're being reminded every day that it ends in an engagement, you start thinking about life outside of the bubble and you start thinking about like, you stop being like, okay, I knew what I signed up for. You start like thinking about your life, right? So anytime we've had a bachelor or a lead like look like they're beside themselves about uh, leaving is usually because like someone they really like either left on their own or quit or, or threatened to leave uh. or things like that. Right. So, I mean, and if Clayton tells one of the, uh, tells all of them, Hey, I hooked up with all of you, maybe one of, or uh. maybe all, maybe m- more than one of the women doesn't handle it. What uh, if all of them leave? Maybe all of them leave. 
Like, well, I've heard that it's a very non-conventional ending yeah, that's, that's never like existed. So I'm like, it's probably that all of them leave. Could it be that, right? So, <gasps> but you think you think Gabby has surpassed Rachel? Yeah. Huh. I don't know why. I feel like Rachel's like the development of her as a person on this show has stopped. I don't. I don't think that's really what was happening in real life. But I think that. The, the information that we've, that like editors and all of that have chosen to like give us about the contestants, like it's just stopped with Rachel. I don't know any more about her now than I did before. You're right. And that's an interesting point. But I would guess that has more to do with Rachel had such a head start and they're trying to play catch up. Oh, all while, and slow it down. All while giving Gabby a potential bachelorette edit. That's interesting. See, I would never have thought that. I'm like, I see more as a viewer because I don't know that background. So that, that does make a lot of sense. Because I mean, oh, they but, did. Their date was like, like it's her. It's her. Like, it's yeah. obviously her. But who knows? I mean, like, I never, you never would have thought Justin would have been top two. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just think because they gave, they gave, he gave Rachel the last rose. And so that to me was like, he was more confident. And maybe order it doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Okay. Uh, I was, I'm more shocked that they chose to air it that way because I didn't, I, I thought they took the, the Gabby or Serene suspense. Yeah, because if it, I, I honestly going into this week, I was like, who's going to go home, Gabby or Serene? I never thought, I never imagined it would be Rachel or Susie. So just as a viewer, I was like, oh, well, I guess Serene's going home. Uh, oh, see, I thought it was between Rachel and Serene because they, really they, they can air that out of order pretty easily. Yeah, they, but I will say, Susie getting the first rose wasn't edited because that's harder to edit. And Sean and Josh both got the first rose on the week of hometowns and they both won. But so, what about when, I don't know if that matters. when Rachel's dad was like, what are you going to do if you hurt her? Like the reality of the situation is that you're going to hurt some women. Like, how are you going to handle that? And I thought that was kind of Clayton's version of the like, I'm not going to hurt her. That's wink, what, yeah. Wink. So that's why I still think Rachel's like the front runner. I still think Rachel's like, the I front just picture. Maybe you've just read it so wrong. I, maybe yeah. Maybe I'm reading it wrong. I I, I, I mean, know. if you made me pick, I'm gonna say Rachel's a front runner. But to me, it's just like one A, one B with him and Susie. I don't. I I on. And when we had Clayton, he kind of earnestly and sincerely. When we were like, "What do you? What do you have any regrets?" He's like falling in love with two women. He said two, I believe. Or, but I think he really, I think he truly actually fell in love with two people where that doesn't usually happen. They might like really? two people. You might be confused towards the end. But like, I don't know if people actually fall in love with two people. And I, I don't I, know how you'd stop it though. Like, think, how do you do, how do you not if you really feel that way? Yeah. So I, I think he's really torn, which will play a role into how this all yeah. goes down. Uh, at least we know you have to go. This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for joining so us. Uh, come back when you are in town. We'd love to yes. have you. Your kind of recaps of your own on TikTok yeah. and Instagram. That like, I don't know. They remind me of uh, when on Becca Kufrin season when me, Dean, and Jared did our Bachelor. Uh, what did oh, we call yeah. it? Oh um, yeah. Um, we called it. Uh, it anyways, was, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking bad about. Bad chiller. I, the bad chiller. Yes, that's what it is. That's what, yes, yes, yes. We I weren't was allowed to, to say the bachelor, so we called it the bad chiller. Uh, yes. But very funny stuff, uh, Elise. I love it. Thank uh, you. So be sure to uh, follow her, and you will, if you're a bachelor fan who likes recaps, you will love Elise's content. I'm or sure if many you of just you. like humor. 
I would say this woman's just plain funny. Oh yeah, uh, the the bachelor yeah. stuff is some of her. That's just like low hanging fruit for her. She, oh, she yeah. is. <laughs> most of it is just really good, relatable kind of fun stuff. So be sure to check out uh, all the stuff Elisa's doing. Thank you so much. It was so fun to hang out with you guys. Oh, uh, likewise. That was all the fun was on this end. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, all that fun stuff. Tomorrow, Deep D and, and Shayna are with us. A lot of burning questions that people are dying to know. A lot of love is blind conversations tomorrow with her going deeper. Plus our uh, mediation call. You won't want to miss that. Be sure to tune in. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.